There's a lot to see on the ABC Grandstand website, and with all the scores, headlines, features, photos, videos and audio, things can get pretty squeezed on a small screen. That's why we've configured our website especially for your smartphone. With the power of internet magic, when you visit our website on your mobile, you have access to the same great ABC Grandstand website in a format that makes sense on your phone. abc.net.au slash grandstand. Try it on your mobile today. There's a break here. He's over! He's charged onto the ball. He's going to score out of the post. He's got the pace. He's going to score the try here, I think. For your latest rugby fix, join me, Patrick Folks, every Monday from 5 on ABC Grandstand Digital as we look at rugby union from the grassroots level all the way to the international scene. He's dangerous. He throws a dummy. He's stepping. He's going to score if he gets a pass away. What a try. The Clubhouse. The Clubhouse. Every Monday from 5 on ABC Grandstand Digital. This is The Netball Show. You are with Grandstand. The Netball Show. On ABC Grandstand Digital. Welcome to Nosy About Netball, the last program for this season and a guarantee of some raw emotion, genuine elation, disappointment and a diamond squad preparing for the future. Peter Walsh with you and I can genuinely say this week has been different. The build-up to the grand final, a game to remember forever... And after the streamers settle on the pine, the skipper of the Thunderbirds and the Diamonds, Natalie Von Berto, decides it's time to retire. Von Berto bows out with two World Netball Championship gold medals in 2007 and 2011, two Commonwealth Games silver medals in 2006 and 2010, and two Trans-Tasman Championship premierships, 2010 and 2013. She made her National League debut with the Thunderbirds in 2001. After making her international test debut in November 2004 against the Silver Ferns in Melbourne, she went on to make 76 appearances in the Green and Gold, including 16 games as a captain over a nine-year international career. Following in the footsteps of legendary South Australian national captains Michelle Dendecker and Catherine Harvey-Williams, she claimed the sport's highest individual honour, the Liz Ellis Diamond, in 2010. What a player. Well played, Nat Von Berto. Now, to the grand final. The Pink Palace was rocking. Port Road was rumbling. Both birds were ready. The Thunderbirds from South Australia, the Firebirds from Queensland. Opinions were divided as to the likely outcome. Two meetings through the year, a two-goal win to the Thunderbirds and a one-goal win to the Thunderbirds. Vacant seats didn't exist. Quarter time, Firebirds by four. Half time, Thunderbirds by one. Three-quarter time, Thunderbirds by six. Under a minute to go, result, not sure. 45 to go, one the difference, grand final. 45 seconds left. Thunderbirds have the ball and the lead by one. They control the ball. Bully's there, takes it back. Here's Hellenan. Hellenan's there for Von Berto. Borrego is there and turns. She was knocked out of the contest. Bell's there. 25 seconds left. The margin is one. Borrego gets the pass. This for perhaps the grand final win. As he misses. Out of court. Oh, it's a Thunderbirds ball. We have 15 seconds left on the clock. There's no hurry. There's no hurry. It's 49-48. Bell there. Bell picks it back out, rushes back after it. We're into the 10 seconds. We're going to have a grand final. 10 seconds to stop. We're going to have, in 10 seconds, a winner in this competition. Waddington there for Von Berto. Von Berto, the ball back to Bell. Bell will put it up. Bell will fire. Bell! 
winners of the grand final of the Adelaide Thunderbirds. They've won the grand final in the grand Testament competition by two goals. Adelaide Thunderbirds 50 defeat the Queensland Firebirds 48 in a game of substance. In a game of top netball, way before a sellout crowd, the winners, the Grand Tasman champions in 2013, the Adelaide Thunderbirds by two goals. Emotions raged out of control after the final siren. Tears of joy, unbridled mayhem, that was the winners' camp. A furtive glance to the Firebirds' bench and a totally different story. We'll share all of those reactions during this program. Goal attack Erin Bell sealed the win. Oh, well, I knew we had a minute to go and it was down our end and I just, we got a couple of penalties that got knocked out of court. So I was just trying to take my time getting the ball, trying to stay calm. And then um, when I had that last shot and a few, the last, however long it was, um, there was no missing that one because I missed one earlier under the post. So I wasn't going to do that two times in a row. But yeah, I I mean, I did not think that we had that until the very last minute. So um, that's what makes grand finals so, so exciting. I'm just so happy that we came out on the winning side of that. And it's the compliment that you could pay to Carla Borrego and vice versa about no domination from Carla, no domination from you, but you could both sit up and today it was your turn. Oh, Carla has been just such an amazing, amazing partner in crime this whole entire year and neither of us sort of like can do our jobs without the other and I think that's what has made our team so hard to beat this year, the fact that you can't just isolate Carla anymore, you can't isolate me, we're a team and, and not just us two in the circle but the whole seven on court and the five on the bench, we are a team and there's, as you said there's not one person that stands out amazingly, all, all 12 stand out. It seemed a bit of a weird game from where we were broadcasting. Four goals of difference in a late surge in that first quarter, just before quarter time when the Firebirds gained control. Then to the other extent, a good second quarter. Then six goals up at three-quarter time. And oh no, let's, get, let's not get too comfortable. But they came back in a hurry. Yeah, look, grand finals are never going to be beautiful netball. And I think we found that. It was scrappy and it was hard every single pass. And I think there probably were a few nerves and a few, um, you know, not not quite clear minds out there in the first half and we just knuckled down and we took out the third quarter which was really important for us and I think although the last quarter was quite tight and it seesawed a bit there the third quarter is what set us up so yeah I'm just I'm thrilled that we could just look at each other in the eyes and come out with the win in the end. Was it as physical a game as any that you've played so far this year? Yeah of course I mean every game this year has been physical and those defenders in the Firebirds are very very um, highly I rate them very highly so it was never going to be an easy game and I did, you know, Carla and myself and everyone on court was giving it, but I guess you give it as good as you get it. So we were all pushing and shoving out there. I think the umpires did a good job in controlling that and, you know, netball is no longer a non-contact sport. (laughs) True enough. Well, the week's been extraordinary for you, but a member of the MVP, the starting five of, and that's amazing. Then you play in the premiership, you're the best player on court, you shoot brilliantly. You step away though, it's been a proud season for you and... Look, it's just such a wonderful thrill before so many people here. Biggest crowd that we probably will ever see. And it's a credit to you. So congratulations, Erin Bell, and well played. Thank you very much. Erin has enjoyed a stellar season. The goal attack for the All-Star Five, her first such election. And the best ever season for the 26-year-old. Almost half of her total goals scored coming from the perimeter of the circle. Her combination with fellow shooter Carla Borrego is seen by most as the best attacking combination in the league. From Erin to the most successful coach in the history of the championship, Jane Woodlands-Thompson. A strike rate of just under 70% in her six seasons. That's after this grand final win. 
13-game winning streak. Wow. It was a great contest and full credit to the Firebirds. They just don't go away. They've got a scoring machine up there in Aitken and, uh, you know, as soon as we got a few clear, she got them back in the contest in record time. But I'm just so proud of our girls. We never lost faith. We said we we're going to have no regrets and that's what we did. The MVP was Erin Bell. Normally Carla Borrego by a lot more goals when you look at the stat sheets. Erin was on fire. She was. The, the shooting she did, the clutch shooting from distance and range was just phenomenal and it's just a testament to Erin's development and the way she's grown throughout the year and the brilliant season that she's had. You decided that Waddington was right for the occasion and you thought wing attack Nat Bonverdo, Cedar, Lee Waddington, that was a pretty smooth move. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, there wasn't too much wrong but they got themselves back in the contest and Lee Waddington's instruction was run like you stole something and we thought that's what we needed. So. Because Nat called the time, we had to change her. So we put Lee in the middle with fresh legs and wanted to get Nat on the circle to feed Carla and uh, proved to work well for us. It was a risk, but well taken. You must be used to these close games, though, because you've had so many of them right throughout the year. Does it in any way prepare you for the last two minutes of the grand final? I think so, yeah. Look, we know that, you know, it, it pretty much happens to us every week. So we had to dig deep, and when we did, we go back on those experiences. And we've come out on top in all of the close ones this year, and it was fitting that we did it in the grand final. When the game was finished, did you shed a tear? No, I haven't yet. No, I actually almost shed a tear in the change room before we went out, which is not like me. Um, just when they're ready to go, but uh, no, I'm sure we'll be smiles tonight. But it's a very proud time. You don't say things like this because you're very measured and you're a person who keeps her emotions locked away, but you saw 12 girls who went out there and represented this club and played their hearts out for you as their coach. <laughs> they played their hearts out for each other, for us and, you know, for the public of South Australia and they were just phenomenal today. This crowd is awesome and I understand why Nat says that this is the best venue in the world to play in and it absolutely is and Adelaide's just been brilliant. Yeah, you walk away now and you regroup and it's a sense of satisfaction. It's a wonderful feeling when that last goal went in and that was it. Who did you hug first? Dan Ryan and Judy, they were the closest in proximity and then we um, moved our way down the bench. I think the girls just all ran onto the court. So, yeah, staff, then the girls, then our president and, um, you know, everyone who's, who's contributed got a hug. <laughs> what you've done then is you've summed it up too because you've said it's 12 girls that are on court is one thing, but the group behind you works so hard at getting everyone together deserves a pat on the back too. Absolutely. It's the team behind the team and you know, our sponsors, our administrators at Netball SA, our board have just been nothing but 100% positive. And when you've got the whole administration, working with management, working with the playing group, then it all clicks and we've just had one of those amazing years where it's all come together. And an amazing grand final. The premiership is yours, boss. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. One of the toughest assignments was left to goalkeeper Shani Layton. She stood Jamaican Romelda Aitken and did a mighty job. A non-contact sport? You must be joking. Oh, it's amazing, mate. Nothing beats this. It's just like pure elation and nothing else can get this feeling and I'm just so proud of the girls and I just want to lock it up in a bottle and hold on to it forever. You'll get time to do that. You'll get time. But right now, there's genuine enthusiasm and genuine excitement from you. You're at the opposite end of the court when Erin Bell took control uh, with a couple of seconds to go. Yes. Tell us about those seconds. Oh, I just have 100% belief in those girls and trust. And we'd been practicing stuff like this all year and with 10 seconds left on the clock, I knew she'd count it down quite nicely. And so... You know, probably with about two minutes to go, I was a bit edgy, like well, anything can happen in that amount of time of netball, but with 10 seconds to go, I knew the girls would do the job, and when it went through the hoop, we were just like, woo! Yeah. yeah. Was there any discussion or any chin-wagging with yourself and Romelda at all during the game at the opposite end? Nah, we're both pretty good, hey. I'm not the greatest sledger, and if I did have something to say, I wouldn't know what to say anyway, but 
Diddy's just such an awesome player and definitely the hardest girl I've ever had to play against. And so I've just got to keep working on my vertical jump, I think. Well, you can't get any taller. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. Correct way. I might have to go in one of those stretch machines over summer. But, Shani, the game, toot and fro. It was, it was a thought just before quarter time. They got out by four, then a wonderful second quarter. Then at three-quarter time, six goals in front, but they wouldn't go away, the Firebirds. No, they wouldn't, and full credit to them. They just kept on coming back at us, and, you know, that's what a grand final's all about. I'm glad that they did, and I'm glad that we could still come out on top. You create something when you go for something in sport. It's a long time. There's a lot of dips in the beach or the water down at Glenelg and a lot of those <laughs> early mornings when you have to go through it all. But when you get to a stage like right now, mm -hmm. what's the feeling? It's all worth it. That's like somehow forgotten and it's not until you rock up to pre-season again, you're like, ah, oh, crap. But yeah. yeah, it's all worth it. Just keeping your body in good shape so that we can get through to today. And all right, full credit to our support staff and our coach and our you know, strength and conditioning coach. They just have us peaking at the right times every time and strong enough to be able to get through to these days. So yeah, thanks to them. Well played. Thank you. Shani Layton and recently retired skipper Nat Von Berto. That doesn't sound right, does it? She had injuries this year, but she was primed for this scrap. Oh, even just saying that almost brings tears <laughs> to my eyes. Oh, what a match. And look, we couldn't even enjoy being up at all in that game. Like, probably with 10 seconds to go, I thought, oh, we've actually won this, thank God. But what a game. So proud of the girls. We we're stumbled a bit in that last quarter, but we know that we've got the, the culture and the team that can just grind it out. Nat, was it your call for wing attack and for Lee Waddington on in centre? No, it wasn't at all. Um, I was just uh, calling a timeout just to, I guess, change things up yeah. a little bit. And Jane gave us the big call. And I don't know that I've played wing attack for quite some time. So it was good to have a bit of a gallop out there. And look, Lee came on and did a great job. But I think, you know, Firebirds were so strong. It took, all, you know, the eight of us to get over them. So um, Em did a great job too. It was just grinding it out. You've done that all year. And you think to yourself, oh, there's a slight advantage in knowing what it's like when you are so close, but they fit back from six goals down at three-quarter time and it got to a stage where we were wondering in the commentary box, don't know where this one's going. Oh, and I guess that's kind of how it felt with us too. We didn't know what was happening and, look, I think we got nervous in the end and at the start of that last quarter, but as soon as we got that first goal in, um, after we um, messed up a couple, we knew that we were on track and if we crafted it and worked the ball really well to go, we would win. You made a very big statement for someone who's been around the world playing netball and dubbing this stadium as the best that you play in front of. Now, I saw you in 2010 when the side beat Magic and we see you today. That's a big call. Oh, look, I, there's nowhere I'd rather play than here. And I just, it's home and the support that we have here in Adelaide, you know, walking down the street all week, you know, everything that we do, it's just... It's just got something special about it. And look, we keep our winning run, uh, only just. But look, we love playing here and in front of a crowd like that, who couldn't? I was sitting next to uh, one of the selectors, Annie Sargent, who is now going to sit down and work out the Australian team for very big uh, future. She said, gee, there's a fair bit of talent around the place. There's a lot of the young ones who are snapping at the heels of the older ones. It's pretty healthy. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Like, what a rivalry. And look, two Australian teams being in the grand final and to push each other that hard, um, it just is, says wonders for where Australian netball is. Well played. Thank you. Nat Von Berto. A journey to the vanquished territory is never easy. And for Nat Medhurst, the ultimate prize was oh so close. You know, that third quarter, we really let ourselves down. Um, you know, I think we, we let them get out to that four or five goal lead and obviously that's such a classy outfit to, to try and peg that back. We did a, a pretty good um, job at it in that last quarter, but it was just um, too much too late. But 
that's the way it is and unfortunately it didn't go our way today. There's a massive amount of emotion in sport, Nat. You've experienced it all. As a player at the top level, you know what it's like. Every player on your team gave of their absolute best and when Laura stood up and proudly said, right, we got it together, we weren't quite good enough, there's a steely resolve in this Firebirds team and you'd reckon that you can hardly wait until 2.14 starts. Oh, absolutely. And you know, as you said, I've been part of some good wins and some horrible losses and you, do, you just feel empty like there's... I don't know, there's sort of, it's hard to describe the emotion when you have a loss like that and it's heart-wrenching and, um, you know, it's obviously not a nice feeling and you've got to learn from it and make it, um, you know, try and use it to your advantage and get, get the experience and next year, um, you know, we obviously we've got a lot of young girls, they'll learn a lot from that and hopefully they're around, as I said, next year and we'll be giving it another good crack. It's, you know, to play in finals, it's the ultimate, it's what you do, you put in all the hours, the hard work and you play to win them and, and when you don't, it's, um, as I said, it's gut-wrenching, you feel empty and, um, yeah, falling that, um, you know, two goals short in our case is, yeah, hard pill to swallow. Nat, has Rosalie spoken to the troops yet? Has there been any chat about, uh, you know, any quick thoughts about the game? Um, oh, she was, you know, great at the end of the game and just said for everyone to hold their heads high and that the fight back that we had in that last quarter was incredible and, and that we need to learn from that, though, and obviously to, when we come back next year, um, address things and we need to keep that intensity up and um, obviously learn from it and come back um, a lot stronger. And when you sat down, I watched you and the towel was there and your head disappeared for a while and I was wondering what goes through your mind then because you give so much. You always are, ever since the young days of Warwick Nabil, you've always been a fighter. What went through your mind? Oh, just as I said, you just feel empty and um, it is, it's heartbreaking. You feel like you've let people down and um, it is, as I said, it's just a bit of pill to swallow and um, you know obviously then out of that everything's out of your hands and as I said that's what I play for I have very high standards and expectations of, of what I want to do and achieve and, and what you know I expect of myself and um, you know you sort of just think oh if I'd done this or done that and to, as I said to fall so short it's just such an empty hollow feeling and it does it it hits hard really home and um, you know at the end of the day though you've got, you've got to remember the 12 of us we're all in it together we win together we lose together and you know I'll regroup with the girls tonight and I guess celebrate what has been a relatively successful season. Commentator, former Australian captain and now national selector, Annie Sargent offered her thoughts on the grand final. So many times you are pleased because somebody's won but disappointed in the contest and those girls really right until that last five second mark when Erin Bell you know, put the nail in the coffin, it was just an emotional and physical investment that I think took us along on the ride. It was just charismatic to watch, albeit it wasn't pretty early on, but we watched the Thunderbirds craft their win from not being with momentum or flow early on to shaping it, particularly in the third quarter, to watching them having to hold it off against a Firebirds mob that wouldn't die, wouldn't go wondering. We get a grand final that I think the competition deserved. Yeah, look, I, I think, um, you know, the disappointment for the Firebirds is real and tangible and we can't be dismissive of that. But for the rest of us watching the game, we certainly weren't cheated. And whilst um, they will be shattered with the result and will think about it for a long while, the rest of us were just treated to something special, uh, sadly at their expense, but um, just a brilliant, brilliant contest of sport. Not a bad week for Erin Bell. She's in the starting five as one of the better players for the season. And then, of course, she steps on court 
and is judged as the best player in a grand final, fires the last goal that wins the grand final and has a nice little bright smile to say, yeah, that was all right. Well, she's gorgeous, isn't she? I mean, as we said, the fact that the Swifts couldn't find room for her in a starting position in her team at that point in time, she made the move, she's settled here, she's happy. We've seen her netball grow year to year. She's named in the All-Stars, which is a popularity decision by, not by the experts, so to speak, but by the general public. But the vote today for MVP, that's from people that know. So that was a very big um, uh, accolation for Erin Bell. And I don't think many in the crowd would be surprised at that, at that choice. So she was just phenomenal and she built across the game. And I think she grabbed it in the third quarter when she saw how hard it was to get access to Borrego. She said, I'm going to keep flying and I'm going to keep going to the post. And even at the end, when um, you know you talk about that last shot, that five-second mark, the discipline and the ability to hold ball and control ball in the 10 seconds leading to that mark, you know, that's just great sport, great genius. It's a real feel for the game and knowing how to use your skills with intelligence at the right time. Andy Sargent, and yesterday the Diamond Squad was announced for the busy test series and international commitments later this year. The selection panel has included two debutants. Gabrielle Simpson from the Queensland Firebirds and Paige Hadley from the New South Wales Swifts. It's a reduced 17-player Australian squad for the 2013 international tests in September and October. The championship grand finalists, the Thunderbirds and the Firebirds, were rewarded for outstanding seasons with four players from each named in the squad. Following the retirement of Diamonds captain Nat Von Berto, Kimberly Ravallion, who retains her place in the squad, is joined by fellow midcourt rising stars Simpson and Hadley for the first time. The 19-year-old Ravallion made her international test debut in January's Tour of England before making her championship debut with the Firebirds, going on to start at centre in last weekend's Trans-Tasman Grand Final. Whilst the rest of the squad members continue with transition training, the trio has been selected to represent Australia at next month's World Youth Netball Championships in Scotland. The Australian Diamond Squad will attend a selection camp at the Australian Institute of Sport in Canberra from July the 31st to August the 3rd. The squad, Caitlin Bassett, Erin Bell, Madison Brown, Rebecca Bully, Tegan Caldwell, Bianca Chatfield, Julie Coletto, Catherine Cox, Laura Geitz, Kim Green, Paige Hadley, Renee Hellenen, Shani Layton, Natalie Medhurst, Kim Ravallion, Gabrielle Simpson and Caitlin Thwaites. Congratulations. The Diamonds contesting a five-test Constellation Cup series against New Zealand starting in September followed by a two-test series against Malawi. Well, that officially wraps up our nosy about netball coverage right throughout a very, very busy season. And it's poignant and appropriate that the last words come from the champ, Nat Von Berto, who said goodbye, and the verbal support provided by the coach of the Thunderbirds, Jane Woodlands-Thompson, and the coach of the Diamonds, Lisa Alexander. I'm announcing my retirement. <laughs> which I'm happy about, which you wouldn't know from my tears. <laughs> but um, I guess I just uh, have decided that I've got very exciting things to come in my future and what a better way to go out than winning a grand final with these beautiful girls. You know, something that I always wanted to do was be able to feel like I could contribute well to the team. And I guess I started to feel that wavering. There was a couple of games this year that I didn't feel like I contributed as well as I would have liked to my own standards. So I want to go out when I still feel like I can do that for the team. What a way to go. She leaves us as national captain, as the first dual premiership captain. 
and she's done everything, World Champs, Com Games, ANZ, CBT. It just doesn't get any better, and I just don't think there's going to be anyone of uh, Nat's calibre come through in the midcourt for quite some time. I kind of thought, you know, reading between the lines, engagement, new job, uh, <laughs> a few other bits and pieces, how happy she was. You know, I have to be planning for the future, obviously, for Australia as well, and Nat said it before, it's team first for her, and that's the way she is. A championship ring for Nat Von Berto, an engagement ring for Nat Von Berto. Thanks to Andrea Williamson and to Matt Clinch for their production assistance during the year. Peter Walsh for ABC Radio Sport. Are you a member of a sporting club? At the ground level, across the body. Maybe it's your favourite footy club. Or your local sports club. If you love being a member of a club, then why not become a member of ABC Grandstand on Facebook? Stay up to date with sports results and join in discussions on the latest news from around the sporting world. Plus, view some classic sporting moments posted by the ABC Grandstand team. ABC Grandstand on Facebook. Become a member today. For the latest sports results and broadcast schedule, visit abc.net.au slash grandstand.